Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood Alex here with a quick heads up about the audio in this week's episode. We ran into some technical difficulties while recording, and at one point Brian's mic stopped, and throughout most of the recording, Jin's got garbled. Uh, We thought it was just an internet issue, but it turned out to be the recording itself, and we didn't catch that until we were ready to edit it. We've done everything we could to preserve the conversation. We did lose some pretty significant chunks of Jin's recording, but we talked and agreed that the best thing to do was put out an episode and cut around it where we could, which might have also meant picking up a few words from other episodes to complete sentences in a couple of important spots. So... If you'll bear with us on this one, we appreciate it, and we'll be back to normal next week. Thanks. Enjoy. Take it away, Chase. And there came a day. A day unlike... Wait. No, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks And No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi... Oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 113 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Hey, everybody. Hey. Howdy. We're remote again. We are. We're so good at this. We are. And this time, I know straight up not to ask how everyone's week was. (laughs) So instead, uh, how about them Braves? Actually doing really well. There you I go. know, it's shocking. Dim Braves, yeah. So weird. Yeah. There's a billboard near me, since I live near the stadium, enticing everyone to vote Braves for the All-Star game. And have you done that, Alex? No. <laughs> go vote Dim Braves. I say we talk about comic books. <laughs> Please. Okay, fine. Tony Stark, Iron Man, number one. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. This was uh, this was super super good. I like uh, I, I like how they set up this kind of whole introduction to this new run of Tony with uh, bringing in kind of uh, I guess you could call it sort of like comp- you know old competition from years and years ago. To, yeah. to work for him, and we kind of get to see through his eyes and experience everything that is Stark Unlimited kind of through him. I really enjoyed that. Especially the uh, introduction to Jerry and accounting. That actually, good congratulations, Alex. You found my quote of the week. Hooray! <laughs> you, you have solved is, my quote of the week puzzle. Excellent. I am every bit as personally fulfilled as I might be had I correctly assembled the Shrine of the Silver Monkey. Excellent. So yeah, right after uh, right after we get the uh, Ghostbusters reference where... <laughs> so he's they're like going through and talking about all the different things that Stark Unlimited is working on. And uh, the last one that is talking about is talking cats and dogs living together. All very exciting, I know, but come this way. And so the girl's talking to the cat, and she goes, All the milk again, Dr. Shapiro? Uh, It was Jerry from accounting. There is no Jerry from accounting. Then it was the dog. (laughs) 
I wonder if Jerry from Accounting was supposed to be a mouse. Because this was a cat, Tom and Jerry. Yes. That would be awesome. Yes, that would have been wonderful. I also like the fact that they have both uh, human and robotic resources. Because yes. they're super concerned about, uh, you know, protection of uh, AI rights. Can I guess what Alex's favorite part of this book is? Because it's the favorite part of any book for Alex that he appears in. Um, it's probably a very easy guess because as soon as the conversation, it's a three F. Yep. Please be what I'm thinking. <laughs> Isn't that a tornado, Tony? No, not an F three. A three F. I'm like, yes, yes, it is. And then I turn the page, and it is. And there is large pants lizard with no pants. Though. Large pants lizard. Actually, no except pants. this isn't large pants lizard. This is no pants lizard. Well. Sometimes he wears pants, sometimes he doesn't. Well, and all, as Tony pointed out, in all fairness, he was very unfingy, unfangy, and unfoomy. So. <laughs> yes. It was adorable. Ah, indeed. And then we saw Tony Stark's answer to Power Rangers. <laughs> we did indeed. Or Voltron, or any of those uh, wonderful... Any large transforming yes. robot Indeed. Fantasy. Yep. And then, uh, it didn't work out so well for him, though. No, no, not so much. I did. Love, <laughs> I love the press conference after that, though, where they're talking about. So, is the is the large, medium, and super small armor like the new latest Iron Man <laughs> thing? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no. He's like, don't try to make nesting doll Iron Man a thing. <laughs> Please don't make nesting doll Iron Man a thing. I want some nesting doll Iron Man armor. <laughs> of course you do. Like, Actual nesting dolls that are different Iron Man armors that I could set mm -hmm. on my desk, I would be very into. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, no, this is a, a fantastic first issue. You get action, you get uh, you get the the snarky joke in, uh, you kind of get everything. You get all the, I think, kind of an introduction to all the players that are going to be in here for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what we don't get yet, but the solicitations for September, which we will talk about next week. Do promise us. What's that? Some romance. Romance. Ooh. Yes. For with with... with Janet. Oh right. Yes. Yeah. That is true. I didn't know I was into that until I saw that cover. I'm like, you know what? I am all for that. Uh, yeah, I'd be all right with that. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna Nadia's be fun. gonna have a new stepfather. I want to know why Tony Stark isn't still smooth boy. <laughs> he um, either. The passage of time, or his hair is actually a series of very, very, very small Iron Man suits, all holding hands, grabbing his follicles on his head. I need it to be that. That's what I need to be. Iron Man man <laughs> I hair. I am... Te techno, techno hair, yeah. I would bet money that at some point we see, like, nanobot hair, which raises the question... Oh. Well, is he also wearing a nanobot merkin? Yes. Got <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Oh no! Oh no! I don't want to chug what I mixed. I mixed white rum and mango lassi. This is not a good chugging experience. Please don't. This is yogurt. <laughs> oh my! I don't want to chug yogurt. Yeah, I'm not chugging my orange juice either. 
I'm pretty sure Chug Yogurt is a uh, Doctor Strange villain from some eldritch dimension. Chug Yogurt. <laughs> Good lord. X-Men Gold, number 30. Oh, boy. We're jumping straight to... Uh... I wasn't going to chug it. I just took a good, strong gulp. Uh, yeah, so, um, wow. Congratulations, Marvel, on actually keeping this a secret. You know, not having your marketing partner tell everybody a month before. <laughs> no, they just did it the day before. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm happy. <laughs> well, and so much for waiting to call spoilers to tell what happened. Well, I didn't say what happened. I just said I'm happy. No, but anyone who listens knows that if you're happy about this issue, uh huh, Peter and 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 uh, Kitty did not get married. I didn't say that. Maybe I was happy. Maybe I maybe I was converted, and this issue was so beautiful that it, it made me a convert. <laughs> and that is even less likely than us seeing Tony Stark's Nanite Merkin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah. Uh, yeah, you're right. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess kind of since we both inadvertently let it out of the bag with uh, spoilers, how's that? that? <laughs> it wasn't inadvertent for me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yes, this is actually the rare case of Marvel's marketing team letting something out early that has positively benefited me. Indeed. Because I would not have picked this up and read this if they had not told me, not simply about Peter and Kitty, but... About something else that does happen that I will wait for a spoiler tag to call. Yeah. But Brian and I did both read this, despite having sworn up and down we would not. Alex. Alex circumstances were met. Alex editorially mandated that I pick it up and read it, and I was like, okay. I did. Brian didn't trust me on this. I was very hesitant. I'm very glad I listened to you. Yes. Yes. I'm not... I'm not out just to torture Brian at all times. Yeah. Sometimes I have to make Brian happy, too, so that he doesn't know what the response <laughs> that he's going to get from me is. There you go. Yeah, I think... I've got to maintain that air of mystery. I think I texted back to Alex that the only way I'm happy if Kitty and Rasputin get married is if it's Ileana, <laughs> not Peter. <laughs> yeah, which I also would have been down with. It would have been a Pride Month miracle. There you go. Or as Kitty I pointed Pride out, month. a Pride Month miracle, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, That's not what happens, so, though. No. Um, this is, by and large, like, the rehearsal dinner and everyone getting ready beforehand and all of that. Mm-hmm. And a, uh, an Ileana in her cups tells Kitty that she doesn't think it's a good idea because if it were meant to happen, it already would have happened. Which is kind of the last seed of doubt Kitty needed. Which is why Ileana is the best. Yes. And uh, there's a really great moment where, without even necessarily admitting to, she just rejects it. Yeah. Um, I noticed on the main cover, if you look at it, 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 uh-huh. it, it at first glance, it looks like they're holding hands, right? And then the yeah. wedding party is kind of, so you just see their hands, it looks like they're holding hands, and the wedding party is, you know, kind of in front of them. But yeah. if you look at it, her hand is actually phased through his. He's not holding her hand. Huh. Yeah. I had not noticed that. Yeah, I noticed that when I went back and looked after reading. I was like, oh, okay. 
See, there's also a group of characters that discusses taking the name of the Fantastic Four since it's not in use. Right. <laughs> and we have the weirdest cameo in this issue. I do not get Wolverine's logic here. I'm going to watch from the rooftop, but I'm not actually going to stop in and I, say hello to anyone. Yeah, I did I did kind of bump on that. Like I don't know what's going on with Wolverine and like why he is keeping himself hidden from everyone. But if he truly thought Kitty and Peter were getting married, there's no way he does not show up. Yeah. I would have sooner, like, not bumped on his not being there at all. Right. Uh, Do we want to call spoilers and talk about the best part of this? Oh, we definitely should. Is is it that Jubilee doesn't have fangs anymore? (laughs) No. (laughs) I know I did that just for your reaction. No. I am the one person on Earth who is pro-Vampire Jubilee, thank you. No, not the one, because I, I, I do too, but I enjoy getting a rise out of you even better. So. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Spoilers. There is a wedding, a marriage, in this issue. There is. And it sets up a new ongoing Mr. and Mrs. X. Rogan Gambit tie the knot. Boom. Yeah, they do. And who's going to be doing this new series, Alex? Kelly Thompson. Yes, she is. Who wrote their miniseries that was fantastic. I am so happy. Like, I, I got to this point and there was there might have been an actual amount of squealing that happened. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was very happy about this. Uh, I was too. And, like... I was happy the two of them got married. I was super happy when I found out, oh, there's going to be a series about it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that is just bonkers to me, I cannot imagine that they could not have marketed the entire build up to this as Kitty and Peter are going to get married, a thing that no one who I've talked to is in favor of. Uh, 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 there was some sentence structure there that got away from me. But the fact that that's what this whole thing has been built on, when the thing I think more people would be excited about was a thing they hid and announced the day before is just totally bonkers marketing to me. And a little strange editorially to me. But I think, I think they're counting on the word getting out anyway now that it's now that the issue has come out right yeah. and people going back and picking it up and getting it um i just the problem i see though is the mr and mrs mrs x book mm-hmm. has had two issues solicited the first issue of that is out next month shops have had to order that without knowing what it is oh that's true that's rough yeah like that's a book that's going to sell out, I think, immediately and just end up second printing because nobody knew what to order. Right. Ooh. Uh, okay. I, g- yeah. I gotta have them hold a copy. <laughs> yeah. For me, yes. Um. But the issue itself aside, I really dug. Or the issue itself, I really dug. Everything else aside, uh, I can make words in logical sentence order. <laughs> Are you certain? No, I'm not, because that should have been I can make sentences in logical order. <laughs> God damn it. Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man. I, I really enjoyed it. To me, it was it felt kind of like a, you know, his attitude and kind of where he is now is very, very different from, 
you know, everything that's come before for him. And I think this was kind of a, a retrospective look, not like at his whole story, so to speak, but really about the story of his attitude as he was just getting into journalism and then running the paper and then getting awards for it and then persecuting Spider-Man and then kind of to now. So you kind of see that whole progression of attitude and why it maybe makes sense. What's interesting about that to me is there's not really that much change across time for him. No. It's really the last few pages of this issue that stick the landing that give the sense that even if sometimes he doesn't show it, maybe there have been moments when he's done nice things that maybe are not entirely explicable but that have always been there too yep yeah that's that that's kind of what i was talking about about how this i say change in attitude but kind of more of our perception of that change do you know the only thing that would have made this issue so much better um if it, spider hat no if it had been about moon knight <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Moon Knight. Exactly. I don't know what to say to that. You, you have to read it to understand. I know, I know. Yeah. I did read it. I know, I just... I'm just saying. I'm telling that for the okay. audience, just through. Uh, Never mind. Yeah, right. We're not just doing this for our own sake. <laughs> Wait, we're not? <laughs> Are you certain about that, Alex? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so what would you think about Rebecca? <laughs> Who's Rebecca? The stand-up comic. Oh, right, Rebecca. I was glad to see her come back. <laughs> I was too. Do you, do you think Peter was now? Uh, no. Uh, probably not. <laughs> it was a that was a wonderfully humorous scene. Good job on that, Chip. Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man eight hundred one. What did you think, Chen? This good, good book. I'm sad, but I'm happy. Yes. I. Uh... Yeah. You know, it's. I never really wanted to see Dan Slot go, but such is inevitable. And his Iron Man is very good. But this is. Like, this is a nice little bottle issue that sort of encapsulates who and what is Spider Man and why am Spider Man and how does Spider Man change people's lives just by being, like, friendly neighborhood Spider Man and not, I'm going to save the world from being destroyed by Dr. Octopus Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, it was a super beautiful moment listening to the dude or seeing the dude talk to his niece about how Spider-Man does save the world. He saves the world for everyone that yeah. he helps. It was really good. Yeah, I don't know that there's a whole lot more than that to say about it, honestly. Mm -mm. It's just kind of one of those you've got to read it and see how it plays out sorts of issues. It's definitely more coda to run than like a continuation of any one thing that has happened in, in Slot's run. Right. Ant-Man and the Wasp, number two. Uh, you know what? Uh, this is another one. We talked about this last, uh, last time, last, was it, I guess two weeks ago when the first one was out. Mm -hmm. uh, that this is a very unlikely pairing, but somehow it works fairly well. Yeah, I really like it. Like, Do you like the, the micro organisms who are <laughs> <laughs> yes specifically because that blue microorganism that is arguing well no we shouldn't just fight everything we should try to that one's nadia 
It's Nadia. Exactly. That is exactly what I thought. It is the case for Nadia doing what Nadia does, because that is also the thing that in this issue saves Nadia. Maybe. Yeah. I, I gotta say, I was, I was, I did not, I did not care for or enjoy the fact that that Scott Lang is is in her eye though. Yeah, <laughs> I could have done without that. Eye stuff. That was. Mm-mm, I draw the line at eye stuff, sir. Yeah, that was kind of. Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. Didn't need that. Yeah, there's yeah. that. But more to the point, we had three different issues this week with Nadia in them, Ooh. and that is just wonderful. Uh, anytime. Uh, every week could have that, yes. The more Nadia, the better. I agree. Uh, I also really like kind of the reversal we get in this issue where you have... Nadia's by far the more competent of the two of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Scott's got the experience and the ability to improvise and has that, like, like part of his character is that strong paternal streak and you kind of see that kick in with nadia a little bit here too like yes. they may not be family but a little bit they you know they're both wearing the same article ar- armor using the pim particles and mm, a little bit they are I, I and i think nadia came to understand and appreciate his history i guess yeah a lot more in this than yeah than she had previously uh, I'm super excited about continuing with this too. Yeah, and as soon yeah. as this ends, we get more Unstoppable Wasp. Especially considering I, I it, that I was not expecting much from the series. I thought it was going to be just kind of fodder for the movie that was coming up. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's good. <laughs> there are other books that are are doing that job. So yes. I went in yeah. cautious, but I love Mark Wade, so I was optimistic. Good job. Speaking of Mark Wade, Captain America 704. Oh, so this is the last Mark Wade issue. Yes. Of Captain America. Yes. Uh, we get uh, we will be going to a new Captain America number one starting next month. July fourth. Yeah. Um but this was the conclusion of the future descendants of Steve. Yes. And how, and obviously it ties that whole thing up, but it talks about how you don't have to be a superhero to be a hero, and you just have to step up and do what you can when you can. Yeah. And I liked it. I liked it. And, you know, that may be unleashing a a supervillain to take out somebody else that you can't fight yourself. Yeah. And it Which may be having to figure cool. out a way to outsmart said supervillain. Exactly. Exactly. Turn his uh, turn his powers against him, so to speak. Yeah. yeah I liked it. And and we get a, a new Steve, kind of. Yes. Coming into it. Uh, yeah, I, like I said, it was it was a very, I think I mentioned this before, it was a very different story, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. it's not something I would want to like keep reading as an ongoing, but like as a single arc story almost like a almost like a uh, limited series within the series yeah i enjoyed it it reads like an epilogue of sorts just to yeah, a it kinda very does. short run yep i liked it okay let's go over to the dc side of the world and talk about batman number 49 what we're talking about more batman yeah i have surrendered okay. to the inevitable here well here's <laughs> the thing when 
it is quite possibly the best comic that is coming out in comics right now. <laughs> I almost feel like we have to talk about it a lot. Also, this issue is very, very good. Yeah. And you don't just mean that Art Germ variant cover, do you? I don't just mean that, but that is a very good variant. <laughs> that is, yes. It's beautiful. Um, so this is picking up where, 50, where 48 left off. Mm-hmm. 48 saw Batman, like, stunned, paralyzed temporarily, whatever, drugged by the Joker and out of commission. Knock the fuck out. Yeah. And Catwoman decides that, well, it's up to her to go save Batman. Mm-hmm. And this whole issue takes place over what I'm guessing is about 10 minutes, maybe 15. It does say time, a little while later, but, like, given what's going on, it can't be that. It can't be more than a few minutes between each of these Scenes. yeah that's probably fair yeah so uh, it is the whole thing is pretty much a conversation between joker and catwoman yes each of them has injured the other such that if either tries to take the other out that's probably the end of them yeah they, they both are basically staunching blood flow and can't release that enough to to take out the other one and so they have a conversation about old times. Yes, and why Selena never laughs. And why Harvey goes both ways, yes. <laughs> Harvey does go both ways. That's very important. <laughs> Selena's happy to report that he still goes both ways. That's right. That's right. And, like, <laughs> they talk about, what what was up with Penguin and the umbrella? Like, why an umbrella? <laughs> uh, I liked it. Yeah. I, I, I liked this whole conversation. It really was odd how... There, they really does seem to be this sort of camaraderie or brotherhood among, and I say brother personhood uh, among like his main folk, and and what had to be one of the best lines, like okay, I just can't take Joker seriously as long as he's got those sideburns. I mean Riddler, I can't take him <laughs> seriously as long as he's got those sideburns. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to call spoilers and talk about how this ends? Let's do that. So, spoilers. Selena talks the Joker into, like, talks and talks and talks until finally he figures, okay, one of us has to do something, and he tries to kill her, and you see him lose so much blood that he passes out, and he's not really dead, right? Like, surely he's not. Oh, yeah, I don't think he's dead. No. I don't know, have we resolved the three Jokers thing? That's supposed to be its own miniseries that's in the works right oh, now. Okay. It's being drawn as we speak, maybe. I think David Finch is the artist on it. I think that's right. And uh, once again, we get the you know, Joker asks Selena why she never laughed in the old days. And at the end, we, we, we see her laughing. Yes. And she who laughs last, laughs best. Maybe so. And yes, and we're all set up now for the next issue, which, uh, just in case you live under a rock, is uh, the wedding. I really hope that I was all for this in X-Men Gold, but I really hope they don't pull the rug out from under and not marry Batman and Catwoman. Yeah, no, that this is one that I, that I definitely want to happen. Like... Absolutely. The story they can tell if that happens is so much more interesting than the story they can tell if it can't. Right. Or can tell if it doesn't. Yeah, even if they end up apart and she turns, you know, real villain again later on and all that. For now, I think this needs to happen. I yeah. think it's. I think that's the best story. I agree. And in Tom King, I trust. So hopefully that is what happens. We'll see. Just got to wait two weeks. 
right? Yeah, I think that's right. July 4th. Yep. Man of Steel, number four. So from Batman to Superman. Yes, in which Superman has to try to be like Batman. <laughs> he does. He has to deduce what is going on, and he, I guess he kind of sort of does. Yeah. Um, I'm super happy we found out who the person uh, who showed up with him and Lois and John finally was. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little surprised to see that character come back so quickly. I was also. Not in a bad way, but I was actually surprised by the reveal. Well, I, I'm... Here's the thing. Like, I was really glad they revealed who it was. It doesn't answer any of my questions about whether they're okay or not, though. That's true. Superman gets a bombshell dropped on him, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then... In case maybe literally, but he finds out that this uh, this person that's hunting him and uh, and Supergirl uh, is possibly responsible for the destruction of Krypton. Yes, we also come full circle back to the uh, coffee shop ladies who were commenting on <clears throat> Superman's shorts. We do indeed. Did you notice the uh, license plate on one of the cars? I feel like I did, but I don't remember it. It says Bendis. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. I did notice in Spider-Man 801, there was a water tower that had graffiti on it that said slot was here on the last page. Nice. Yeah, there's also a sign that is very clearly a Mr. Miracle sign that is, like, exploded and burnt up. I did see that. This continues to be very good and very fun, and I am super happy with Ben deciding Super happy. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very pleased with it as well. Uh and I, I, I'm like I think I mentioned it before. I'm super glad he's brought, super glad. I'm very glad he brought Supergirl into this too. Uh, and I think I read what her upcoming story is going to be. Yeah, they've announced that. Yeah, which is her going to investigate if this, if he really was responsible for the destruction of Krypton. Yeah, like that's going to be her story, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Black Hammer, Age of Doom, number three, Brian. <laughs> so, um, if you haven't been reading this, and, and I mean by this, I mean all of the Black Hammer universe stuff, so Dr. Star and all those, um, there is very much a, uh, I want, I, I'm tempted to say parody. It's pastiche. It is, it is, uh, it, because it's not it's not designed to be just you know a guffaw humor joke. Yeah. Um, it's very much uh, kind of homage. Well, it's pastiche. You're exactly right. Yeah. Um, the difference and, here being, so parody is a form of satire, right? Making some amount of fun at, of, or at least comically commenting on the source material. The difference yeah. between that and pastiche is pastiche is. A kind of storytelling that looks a lot like parody and that it's taking elements of another kind of story or stories and combining those, but it is not meant to lampoon or comment on beyond thematically so much as tell a similar to style of story in a kind of homage in a new and different way. Yes. So um, Black Hammer, who is now uh, you know the original Black Hammer's daughter and who has just... Uh, come out of a, uh, shall we say, a dark, very dark, uh, dismal place uh, into Dreamland, which is occupied by Nod. Kirby. Oh. <laughs> yeah, which is occupied by Nod and his family, who is described as a whole family that's a bunch of mopes. <laughs> <laughs> 
And yeah, there's uh, there's his brother Time, the Timekeeper, uh, his sister, uh, the pallbearer, Mistress of Death. <laughs> so, in case you can't tell, this is the dreaming. Yeah. So, yeah, very, very much so. Uh, and it's it's the way that he has drawn up and, and done these characters is pretty wonderful. And uh, I I highly recommend I Like, everything I've read in this series has been fantastic. Yeah. And it, it, it just continues to get better and better and better. And we're kind of starting to get a feel for who might really be behind all this. And there you go. Awesome. You should you should you should all get this and you should all read it. As soon as that trade comes out I will. Okay. Alright. We talked about this a little bit a couple of weeks ago, Meg and I did, but I promised that we would all talk about it again once we were all back together. Oh shit, it's Kim and Kim number one. <laughs> Indeed. Uh this is still uh, Magdalene Visaggio and still uh, Cab- uh, is Ava it Cabrera? Cabrera. Yep. Yeah, Ava Cabrera. Uh, and Claudia Aguirre on colors and Zach mm-hmm. Sam on letters. There you go. So, and there's definitely a sense of continuity and continuation here, but this is a very different book. Um, and I think the book itself kind of addresses that in the first five pages or so. It does. We talked, when Meg was on, Meg has not read any of this, and she talked about how easy it is to pick up without that. But I, I think you're right, that the beginning of this does does nod to, if nothing else, we're an ongoing now and not a miniseries and are telling a different kind of story. But I think also simply the fact that Magdalene Visaggio has written a whole lot more comics since the last time she wrote Kim and Kim. Jen, what did you think? Yeah, I really, really like this. I really like the 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 storytelling feels more even. I'm super excited to see them rob her fucking dad. <laughs> and this is out. I'm not 100% sure. This was originally announced for this week, for, for June 27th. It looks like it's been bumped back a week, which is not abnormal with Black Mask stuff, uh, to July 4th. It's possible, depending on where you live. Like, I know sometimes they've had a couple of books recently that came out a week earlier on the original date in, like, the UK and came out a week later in the US or wound up on Comixology on the original date but were distributed a week late. Anyway, like, keep an eye out. It's not on Diamond's list for next week, so I think, if anything, probably it may show up online next week and in stores the week after. Um, But definitely keep an eye out and check it out it'll be out sometime in the next two weeks regardless of where you are as far as i can tell is it still good aquaman number 37 aquaman or really more accurately uh oh his buddy who was in jail for uh treason aquaman and company merc no, not Merck. Volko. Merck was the only Volko. There, there we you go. go. Volko recruits some new assistants for the fight against Coram Wrath. There you go. Batman, Prelude to the Wedding, Red Hood versus Anarchy, number one, Brian. Uh, <laughs> Jason Todd is very sad that he is not the best looking member of the Bat family. <laughs> <laughs> Batwoman, number 16. Kate reveals and then employs 
the one weakness she knows for Batman. Oh, damn. Yeah. Brave and the Bold, Batman and Wonder Woman, number five, Brian. Uh, Batman finally solves and deduces what's really going on. And so from here on out, it's all about how they're going to resolve it and deal with it. Cave Carson has an interstellar eye, number four, Brian. Uh, weirdest probably issue, I think, yet. And they decide that maybe a podcast isn't the right route. Maybe they should do a documentary. Deathbed number five. We learn Luna's secret origin and sad childhood. Is it being traumatized by dicks? <laughs> I mean, kinda. You could, I guess, say his parents were dicks. Okay. Justice League number two. Lex Luthor, Batman, and Hot Girl go on a fantastic voyage. Fantastic Voyage is the one where they go in someone's body. It right? is. Not Incredible yep. Journey. I didn't swap those. Nope. Fantastic Voyage. Incredible Journey is the dogs across America. Uh, that's Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. Oh, okay. It's the full title of that movie. Right. Thank you. But I do always confuse the two, which leads me inevitably to wanting to see dogs going into the human body. <laughs> anyway. <Ooh. laughs> I want to see that. New Challengers, number two. The new challengers meet some old challengers. Sounds like a challenging situation. Yeah. Skyward number three. Uh, uh, you just can't keep the main character down. <laughs> wow. Amazing Spider-Man. Review your, na- review your nows. Number 20, Brian. <laughs> review my nows. Now. Now. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Um, a- Annie has to... Track. Why do you guys let me host this show? <laughs> <laughs> Alex, because it's still better than the alternative. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, continue reviewing your nows. Uh, Annie has to <laughs> figure out what's going on and track down her time-shifted alternate dimension clone Something, something self? I don't know. <laughs> Annie Mae Parker reenacts the Galatea episode of <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> Avengers number three, Brian. The Avengers fight Loki and She-Hulk gets put in a trunk. Champions number 21, Brian. Oh, Champions versus Alpha Flight. And the Champions kick their ass. <laughs> Doctor Strange number two. Steven makes a new friend and then pulls a reverse Carol Danvers. Hunt for Wolverine, Claws of a Killer, number two. I don't know, something with weird zombies. Infinity Countdown, Black Widow, number one, Jen. Ooh. Natasha was having a great time being dead until suddenly snake venom happened. Snakes. It had to be snakes. <laughs> I want these monkey fighting snakes off my Monday to Friday plane. good god infinity countdown champions number one sam and the champions decide to take on warbringer and save the chitari runaways number 10 julie power decides to grow up spider gwen number 33 jit gwen realizes the system is super flawed and takes it upon herself to punish herself that sounds healthy Mm mm-hmm Long box book report. It's a long box book report.
All hey, right. Jen. Hey. It's Jen. It's me. Um, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, I At first, I got really excited about what I pulled, which is of all the cool, cool comics peoples. It's DC and Marvel people all smashed together. Um, but not smashed together. It's just parodies of them. Which includes people such as Mr. Batmom. Yeah. yeah, this is actual parody. Um, not good parody, yeah, but this actual is parody. A- this is actual um, parody? Yeah. There's there's the Hawkminch and, I don't know, Silas Mariner. And I was very excited. And then I started reading it. And it's just a whole hell of a lot of bad jokes. Bad jokes. It's bad jokes, you guys. This was not fun to read. Not only is it incredibly wordy, it has a whole lot of sex jokes and men pushing back against feminism. Oh boy. And it was that sounds not like great fun. Reading. It was not fun at all. In fact, um, there were some funny moments. There, there were some things that I was like, aha, see, cute. Ah, keep doing that. But they didn't. They just kept going back to the men v. women jokes. Um, but they did have a backup of Awful Flight <laughs> instead of <laughs> Alpha Flight. Um, yeah. And that was pretty good. I think I asked you this before. Is this when Carol Danvers joined the Alpha Flight? No. <laughs> it became Alpha Flight? No, no, no. No, no, I do no, have one important though. follow-up question. Okay. Uh, uh, Hawkminch. Hawkminch, yeah. Hawkminch. Uh, his bris. Was there a mace involved, or were there just its metal scissors? Scalpel? Generally a scalpel. Um, it doesn't say, but I'm going to choose to believe yes. Okay. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. It's, uh... uh... Is oh, that his it's... moil? I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't know either, <laughs> but... My goodness. Well, you weren't supposed to comment. I was just randomly showing you one of the pictures of crazy hot women in this. Because there are so many. So, in so many. most 90s caricature possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. You know what I think, Jen? I think what? we should be done with this week's long box book report. I think we so should. Yeah, I would like to never touch this book again. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So we're just inflicting the next one on Brian, right? Yeah. Well, how, uh-huh. what, how do you decide yeah. this? It's Brian. Because uh, I had to read when that, was so the now last I choose. Time you did it's one, Brian. Brian. It was that Spider-Man yeah, 2099 one. <laughs> that was like two months ago. <laughs> Maybe. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, no, it's Brian. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, it's Brian. <laughs> Fine. Uh, or was it, no, wait, did I do Flaming Carrot after that one or before that one? No, Flaming Carrot was before. Damn it. Supposedly they're in the process of reviving the Flaming Carrot. I saw its Ooh. creator talking about it on Twitter the other day. Nice. Cool. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. We ready to put this one to bed? Yes. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, okay. I think so. Cool. Uh, once we cut this to be- together, which would only be like 47 minutes long. <laughs> We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We're available on Apple Podcast, uh, just whatever podcatcher. If we're not there, tell us. We'll try to get there. You can listen to us on your podcatcher of choice or at panelologypodcast.com. If you would like to help us out, you can recommend us to a friend. You can rate and review us on iTunes. You can financially support us on Patreon. I believe we are able to talk about our next live show. Yeah. Finally. Yeah, we can. Oh, we finally. can totally announce that. Nice. Yeah. So on July the 
13th. 17th? 13th? 13th, yeah, sorry. On July 13th, we will be at Atlanta Comic Con doing another live show. So if you can make it to that, that would be super awesome and uh, help spread the word. Let anyone you know who might be going that they should drop in and listen. Yeah. We'll do the same thing we did at Momocon and each pick a trade and sub- uh, subject the others to it. That worked well. Uh, yeah. And uh, what else? If you want more of Jin and me, you can listen to Minds at Yerk, Y E E R K, which is our uh, Animorphs reread podcast, along with Meg, who has also read them before, and Tim, who has not. Yeah, we do that thing. If you are curious about my canny strategies for monetizing animal morphing powers, <laughs> I recommend you tune in to the next episode, which should be out this Tuesday. You can listen at minds at yerk, Y-E-E-R-K dot com, uh, or again on uh, maybe not any podcatcher of your choice, but definitely Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. And again, if we're not where you want us to be, just... Let me know. Uh, anything else? Yeah, I want to mention that uh, if, you, if like me, your podcatching app of choice does not download the show art, then you, you need to, at some point during your week, take a moment and, and go to panelologypodcast.com just to see the, the wonderful, wonderful artwork that Alex selects and creates for the, the episodes because they're, they're pretty amazing. Yeah. Thank they're you. definitely the best part of my week. <laughs> they make me happy when I see them. Yep. <laughs> They're kind of really stressful for me some weeks, but I'm usually pretty happy with what I come up with. You should be. I will say this. When Mike is on the show, the show may be a whole lot more buck wild, but finding that show art is a hell of a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Alrighty. Next week in the same room. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Bye. Adios. <laughs> I like how Jen waved. <laughs>